the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Great to be with you, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Wonderful indeed. So I, I, I realized yesterday, and I didn't realize yesterday, I said yesterday, something that I have known for all of my life, and that is those who do not fight real evils make up evils to fight. That's one of the most important lessons of life. If you don't fight real evil, you'll make up one and fight it. And that, as much as anything, explains the worldwide left's hatred of the unvaccinated. The left has never fought real evil, with the exception of fighting Hitler. Since then, they have never fought real evil, so that's uh, 75 years. It's a pretty crappy track record, morally. So, when you don't fight real evil, you'll fight, as I said, make-believe evil. That's what they do. When they don't fight the Soviet Union, they fight the United States. If they don't fight socialism, they fight capitalism. If they don't fight China, then they will fight Israel. That's that's what they do. They they make up the evils that they fight. And the unvaccinated are the current target of left-wing moral sickness. There's real hatred. I mean, honest to goodness, hatred. A hatred that you would think would be reserved for the evil. No, it's reserved for the unvaccinated. A warrant for the unvaccinated, then they have to fill in the sentence. What? What is it? If it weren't for the unvaccinated, then what? They can't even say any longer the vaccinated would get sick because the whole point of the vaccine is to prevent you from getting sick. Of course, they changed that. They even changed the definition of vaccine. You know that. I've mentioned that on a number of occasions. But understanding people are bombarded with ideas in the course of the day or news or facts or personal issues, I don't expect everybody to remember all that. They changed the definition of vaccine from preventing an illness to, what is it, protecting you against it so that you get it, but you don't get it as severely. That's the... That's the new definition. The unvaccinated, therefore, are doing what? They're clogging our hospitals. I see. Hmm. Well, I can't testify to that. I don't believe anything that comes from the medical profession today. It's been warped morally, intellectually, and scientifically. 
when the American Medical Association comes out against listing the sex of a child when it is born, then you know that there is nothing you can trust from the American Medical Association or American Medical Associations as a rule. This is a tragedy. This is a catastrophe. And uh, I, uh, uh, I say it with unbelievable sadness, having grown up revering the medical profession. But the left has ruined it, like everything else that it has touched. Give you an example, if I may. I can give you a lot. I have two examples here. I have an example of what the left has done to uh, medicine and an example of the hatred of the unvaccinated. Why don't I begin with the hatred of the unvaccinated? This is actually from yesterday's or the day before. Salt Lake Tribune Editorial. It's the major paper in the state of Utah. In order to qualify for the editorial board of the Salt Lake Tribune, you have to be a combination of ignorant, arrogant, and mean. Were Utah a truly civilized place, the governor's next move would be to find a way to mandate the kind of mass vaccination campaign we should have launched a year ago, and now the punchline. Going as far as to deploy the National Guard to ensure that people without proof of vaccination would not be allowed, well, anywhere. Now that's what I mean. There is a, maybe not in Utah, of course, but there is in virtually every big city of this country a massive wave of murder, beatings, rape, and I don't know about rape. Maybe yes, maybe no. I want to be very precise. Of theft, beatings, carjackings, and murder remarkably high levels of that and a lot of the murders are random it's very scary actually very scary no national guard on that one national guard against the unvaccinated get it yes all the more profound is their ignorance that this includes those who've had COVID and have natural antibodies, like me, and tens of millions of others unvaccinated. We have antibodies. The cruelty against the young that these middle-aged and older bad people have exhibited is unprecedented in American life. Screw the young is the motto of the left. They live by it, both medically and morally, and emotionally and psychologically. People will will still support teachers when teachers' unions refuse to teach.
If there is a more afraid group of humans than teachers, uh, I, I am unaware of them. Now, how come if I press X, it still rings? Do you have any idea? These are the, these are the riddles that one does not know of in life. This is what has happened. A guy wrote a comment. I, you know, I read comments on articles that I read. It's an insight into people's thinking. So a man wrote, ah, yes, just another article attaching division and hatred to the vaccine. Well done, Tribune. Pat yourself on the back. God, is that true? Nobody spreads hate like the left. Among all the vaccines I have known in my life, diphtheria, tetanus, measles, chickenpox, hepatitis, meningitis, tuberculosis, flu, and pneumonia, I've never seen a vaccine that forced people to wear a mask and maintain their social distance even after being fully vaccinated. Good one. And I'm not done. Among all the vaccines, I, okay, I have never witnessed a vaccine that spreads the virus even after vaccination. Even after three shots, I've never seen widespread rewards and incentives to get vaccinated. I never saw demonization and discrimination against those who didn't want a vaccine. I've never seen a vaccine that threatens relationships between family, colleagues, and friends. I've never seen a vaccine used to threaten livelihoods or school. I've never seen a vaccine that would allow a child to override parental consent. The current vaccine does all these things, except immunization. <laughs> it's really well written, isn't it? Just a comment. We still need a booster dose after we are fully vaccinated, and we still need a negative test after we are fully vaccinated, and we still need to wear a mask and face other restrictions after we are fully vaccinated, and still be hospitalized after we have been fully vaccinated. I've never seen a scenario where total strangers are trying to take control of other people and their children's body sovereignty. Strangers with financial gains to be made and career advances to be had are making their move to remove us from the role of ultimate decision maker over our own health choices. As a country and American citizens, we are all collectively the lesser for this. There are some bright people out there and none of them are in the mainstream media. The editorial boards of the major city newspapers in this country compete with one another for meanness and ignorance. Many people own coins that have not performed as well as they'd expected. Some own coins that have done better than they expected. Or maybe you just want to cash out and do something else with the money. Markets change, and to understand the current value of your precious metals portfolio, you should get a new valuation. So I'd like to tell you about my friend, and he is, otherwise I never use that term, Nick Rovich. Came my friend because I so admire his honesty and integrity and knowledge of the coin world, of the gold world, the silver world. He's owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion 
for over 40 years, Nick has built a reputation for trust and honesty, and his goal is to earn your business for life. Nick won't push you to sell, but when you're ready, I believe he offers the best price, trade, and consignment deals compared to anyone. Right now, Nick and the AmFed team are offering their exclusive coin performance review for free. That's right, free, with a no-pressure guarantee from Nick. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. All right, let me take a challenge here because it, it, uh, it's a good thing. Good way to start the day. Uh, let's go to Franco in San Diego, California. Hello. Yes, hi. Um, I would just like to know, what was the point of mentioning Martin Luther King's uh, dalliances with other women? What does that have to do with, uh, well, his message? It has nothing to do with his message. Nothing whatsoever. So then why did you bring it up? To show you how much the press lie to you. No, no one was lying. They do. They lie because they they don't say a word about it. Whereas they pre- were preoccupied with Donald Trump's dalliances, I don't know. Do you recall? The, well, wait. Do you recall the, any mention of Babe Ruth having affairs? Okay, well, in 1927. No okay, no do you want an answer? You don't want an answer. It's painful to me. Painful. You ask a question and then keep talking. It's an old, rude, stupid tactic that I don't tolerate. In 1927, the press, to its credit, shut up about people's private lives. The press is a whore, period, end of issue. That's all you need to know about the media. They're whores. And the reason it bothers me to call them whores is that it's an insult to whores. And I swear I'm not kidding. I have a higher regard for most prostitutes than I do for most people in the American media. So the answer to you, I answered. I was against their reporting about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. I was the only national talk show host to say, oh, and I wasn't national then. I was the only, I was in L.A., that I know of who said nothing for six months about Monica Lewinsky and the president. I didn't give a damn. And in retrospect, I still don't give a damn. The only reason I mention anything to do with what Martin Luther King did is to show you how much the press lies to you by commission and omission. If you wish to, uh, he hung up. I don't blame him. Okay, that's uh, that's the answer. Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs in 1927. Through John F. Kennedy, the press felt that public figures' private lives were none of their business. The 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 descent of the uh, of the profession of journalism to crap, which is what the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN are, their crap has been precipitous in my lifetime. They love this stuff. They are simply more sophisticated versions of the Inquirer. That is what they are. The national outpouring of anger at private comments that Donald Trump had said, what, seven years before? What was it? Five years, seven years before? Private comments to another guy? If every private comment of every human being were were broadcast, who would look good? That's why I mention it. 
to show you how much they lie to you. If a white kills a black, it is national news. When blacks kill whites, which they do disproportionately much more than the other way around, the press says nothing. Nothing. It's like the, uh, the Pakistani Brit who uh, took over the synagogue this past weekend in Texas. British citizen. NPR identifies him as British citizen. If it was a if it was a white guy in the name of some right wing theoretically right wing cause, they wouldn't have said American citizen. The reason Americans don't think clearly is because they're lied to from elementary school through high school to college to the to the media. So I hope I answered the band's question. And uh, let's see here. I was reading to you about the Salt Lake City Tribune, which wants the National Guard to prevent the unvaccinated from going anywhere. A majority of Democrats think that the unvaccinated should be uh, locked up in their houses. The brainwashed masses. That's what the that's what everyone left of center is. Many of them are nice people. But as I have said so often, nice people do a lot of damage. There are two moral spheres of the individual's life. Daily interactions and macro positions about society. They are often completely unrelated. Sometimes they're related. There are people who are very nice in their dealings with other human beings and take horrible positions. You think there weren't nice people in the South who were for slavery? Of course there were. Just like there are some pretty uh, gross people who have great uh, macro positions. But these, these are subtleties that evade the left. It lives in the world of simpletons. That's why Minnesota Nice can produce so many left-wing fools in office. A lot of nice people in Minnesota who, who vote to destroy their own society. It's a phenomenon. Maybe it's not a phenomenon. Maybe it's actually normal. Who knows? 1-8 Prager 776. Yep. Business Insider, which is on the left, by the way. New vaccine mandates for truck drivers are likely to increase the cost of produce. Can I think of a stupider thing than a vaccine mandate for truck drivers? People are alone more than any other profession I am aware of. Vaccine mandates for truck drivers. Just another way in which the left is ruining our society. It's an endless ability to destroy, with no ability to construct. 
Back in a moment. All of you out there know that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels. They've been part of this canceled culture, and they want to pass on the savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with the promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, now $24.98 with the promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, only $29.98 with your promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code Prager or 800-761-6302. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. There is no area of life the left does not ruin. It doesn't exist anymore. I used to say, until today, actually, everything the left touches, it ruins. But since the left touches everything, everything gets ruined. So here's another example, the racing industry. Now, I, it is not my, my personal hobby, but I don't care. Vast numbers of Americans love car racing. And that is being, I don't know if it's being destroyed, being hurt terribly. We'll find out in a moment. Because of environmental concerns, because as we know, race cars are causing the extinction of biological beings on Earth. So I have as uh, my guest, Dave Goch, G-O-C-H, General Counsel for the Specialty Equipment Market Association, better known as SEMA, which represents aftermarket parts makers for cars. He was, he was recommended to us by the Performing Racing uh, Group and uh, per- Performance Racing. And Dave, uh, Dave Goch, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Dennis, thank you very much for having me. Okay, so uh, in a nutshell, what do you do? Well, what do I do? In my professional life, I am the attorney for the performance racing industry, PRI and SEMA. In my personal life, uh, like many, the people that you described, the enthusiasts, the racers, those with a passion for the automotive industry, I spend a lot of time playing with cars, watching cars race, trying to understand how to make cars perform better and better is a to to find that term it's not just about faster it's about more efficient uh, there the to your point about sort of the misunderstanding in all of this is race cars don't necessarily equate to being gross polluters a lot of races require efficiency they require a more efficient power which means a cleaner race car Okay, look, even even if they didn't, I mean, the idea that race cars are having any measurably significant effect on the environment is an idiocy. I mean, uh, it's so obvious. I was reading uh, the PRI. What is that, performance racing? What does the I stand for, industry? Performance racing industry. Yeah, so I was reading the PRI uh, email to my producer, noting that... Uh, on one f- cross-country flight, 
Uh, there's more uh, carbon emission than in, I don't know, some spectacularly large number of race cars doing their thing. Uh, well, go on. Yeah, that exact number. So uh, a Boeing 747 traveling from New York to London, and I picked that because it's a common uh, route. There were Before the pandemic, there were 50 flights daily back and forth. Uh, that you know, that burns 21,755 gallons, one flight, and there's 50 of them a day. Uh, one, one Indy 500 race, all 33 cars finishing, uh, burns uh, 8,500 gallons. So an entire running of the Indy 500 is about uh, two and a half, or excuse me, uh, the New York to London is two and a half, one Indy 500. It's that insignificant. Uh, and, right. and again, there were, and there were 50 now. of those flights a day prior, prior to COVID. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. So, 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 it, it, so the okay. So the, the, the purpose yeah. of the, uh, of the, who's doing this? The Environmental Protection Association? Uh, well, so here was the problem. Back in 2015, the EPA, inexplicably put into a proposed regulation a prohibition against the ability to convert a street vehicle in a race car. And I know a lot of the folks that are listening will understand this, but if anyone says, well, what's that have to do with, with racing? You know, everyone, when you turn on the TV on the weekend, if you're watching Indy 500, if you're watching NHRA drag racing, if you're watching NASCAR, those are pros. That's like watching the NFL the NBA, MLB, how did the people, how did the football players, the basketball players, the baseball players, how did they make it to the upper echelons, the pro ranks? And the simple answer is sandlot or in their backyard or at the schoolyard. That's where they cut them, made their chops. They learned their, their trade, their craft, their skill. Well, the ability to convert a street vehicle into a race car and then in your free time on the weekends go to a track, trailer it to a track, and race that car. That's how people learn and hopefully improve, and one day maybe they themselves are the ones on TV. So the issue was that the EPA was prohibiting taking a a Clean Air Act-compliant car out of a configuration. All right, hold on there. Don't forget where we're talking about. The, the conversion of the cars. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Talking to you about the racing industry and what the EPA is doing to crush it 
and it uh, be back with the general counsel for the performing racing industry, Dave Goach, in a moment. I just want to make clear every criterion of left-wing action is met here. One, the desire to control. Two, the loathing of people enjoying themselves. The left is an anti-joy movement. Remember, there's a rule in life that I mentioned many, many times. Generally speaking, the unhappy don't like the happy. So people who are bothering no one racing cars, an an emission percentage that is literally inconsequential. Do you understand? It is inconsequential in terms of carbon emissions on Earth is being crushed. New York Times, which supports the crushing of the industry, needless to say, Article, May 13th, 2021, quoting Corey Willis, who has a Louisiana racing parts shop. This will 100% eliminate racing within 10 years. Every drag strip across the country will be wiped out. No circle tracks, no sprint cars, it all ends. So Dave Gooch, is this, is this gentleman in Louisiana, is he exaggerating? You know, it's hard. I don't want to say it's an exaggeration. If the EPA were to prohibit the ability to convert uh, a regular streetcar into a race car, as I was describing earlier, you're basically cutting out the farm league. No one's going to have the ability to go and become a racer to then rise through the ranks and, and ultimately be at Daytona or be at Indy. So, it, it, yes, it, it's, it's not an exaggeration. And what about the actual uh, racing industry itself? I mean, not just the amateurs becoming pros. Isn't the EPA going to go after the pros? That uh, Well, no, because the law, the Clean Air Act is very clear that purpose-built race vehicles are exempted. Uh, I see. Okay. But this is, yeah. Well, this all right. Really about the passion. Right, I, I understand. So, in in effect, to put it in baseball terms, they're outlawing the minor leagues. That is what it would end up doing. That would be the consequence of this, because the individuals, as I said earlier, no one, no one shows up at the World Series and says, "Hey, I want to play today." I've never played baseball before. Similarly, no one's going to show up in Indy and say, I want to drive in the 500, and I've never been on the track. The, the passion starts at a young age. Now, this is, this is more than racing, Dennis. What I want folks to understand is what we think is unique about our message and our industry is that it contributes to society in so many ways. What other sport does someone learn a vocation? It's not just about going fast. They learn about engines, critical thinking, problem solving. They could actually get a job from this. Uh, The motorsports industry, the technology developed is used or inspired. Right now, being used for combat aircraft development, there's a societal benefit. The battery management and cooling technologies that are used in Indy vehicles are being 
studied for combat vehicles or uh, airplanes. Uh, as you said, the environmental footprint is modest compared to other leisure activity. We already talked about uh, air travel. There's a sense of community. This is what's most important. It is about uh, these racetracks being a focal point through the pandemic. Fortunately, there was a time when they were shut down, but a lot of racetracks were allowed to, to open up. You know, they were uh, they were having outdoor activities, concerts, festivals, carnivals, incorporating fairs. You know, this is about uh, a, a rich history of how motorsports has contributed to the American experience. Well, that's why I had you on. I want people to understand. Is there anything a, a, a listener, especially those involved in racing, can do? Absolutely. So we've already mentioned uh, PRI. That's the acronym for the performance racing industry. We have a website. It's called Save Our Race Cars. One word, no blanks. SaveOurRaceCars.com. Individuals can go to there. They can learn about this issue. We do have uh, two bills in Congress, in the United States Congress. So I'd just like to describe recognizing the Protection of Motorsports Act. That's uh, for short, the RPM Act. It's H.R. 3281. That's the House number in Senate Bill 2736. Both of them make clear in the law that you can convert a streetcar to a full-time dedicated racer. Uh, this is These are bipartisan bills, and Dennis, this is what's important. There are, there are both Republicans and Democrats that are supporting both bills. They realize the importance of it. They understand all these points about there's not going to be this huge uh, environmental impact. And they also recognize one thing I haven't touched on is the economic impact we estimate that the performance and racing industry is a $16.5 billion industry. If you shut down uh, the, the ability to modify these vehicles, jobs will be lost. Uh, we estimate in, in the tens of thousands, 50,000 jobs would be lost. These are important elements that need to be considered in all this, particularly when if people want to look at, as we've talked about, the environmental consequence of the individual who, you know, quite frankly, and this is a good thing, they spend more time in their garage tinkering with the car. Mm -hmm. It's also a family activity. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up under the hood of a car with my dad. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best memories I have. But they spend more time working on that car, making it more uh, performance-oriented and efficient than they actually All right. Drive. SaveOurRaceCars.com. Is that right? SaveOurRaceCars.com. All right. Thank you so much. Dave Goach of the, uh, the General Counsel for the Performance Racing Industry. Hi, everybody. Antonio in San Francisco. Dennis Prager, hello. Yes, hi. Um, hi. I got a few comments. One is has to do with uh, teachers and teachers' unions and all that as well. And, and I live in an area where I see uh, folks going to high school the whole time. And one of my big questions is, why are the high school students walking down the street with a mask on by themselves. Are you a teacher? Uh, I was a teacher for many years, two science degrees. And what are you doing now? I, I'm uh, doing some teaching as well. Okay, go on. 
well, I'm wondering if they attend a class because they supposedly have credentialed science teachers there. If they've even been into one science class, why would the science teachers not back up the fact is why are they wearing their masks there as well? Are they being pressured or is it the fact is that um, science teachers in high school spend a lot more time in teacher training than they do in actual the science itself? I think you answered the question. The question is the answer. Teachers care about what they teach far less than they care about indoctrination. It's not true for all teachers, but it is true for such a a large number that you risk your child's moral future and psychological health by sending them to most schools. This is painful for me to say to you on every level because it means that you have to consider homeschooling. This is what every one of you who has some money, I don't mean rich at all, just some money, and your child cannot afford homeschooling, or they think they cannot afford homeschooling, because one of the parents will not be able to earn as much money taking care of some de- to some degree of the homeschooling of their child. What you do is you tell your child, I will pay the difference, or I will pay what it takes for you to enable your child to be homeschooled. Most parents, no, not most, many, millions upon millions of parents, that is grandparents now, can afford that. That is the one of the greatest things you can do for your child and grandchild. Make it financially feasible for your child to homeschool your grandchild. There you go. That would be a very big deal. There would be tens of millions of more children. To see what is happening and still send a child to school is, uh, is a big problem. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.